You're listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers, and the occasional swear word. Every Tuesday and Friday, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom, quizzing creative experts, and chatting with the brands you wish you were. So make a f***ing margarita and join me for the bossy type, where we make words and brands our bitch. Before we get started, a quick PSA. Head to bossycreative.com to download my very free, very juicy guide to building a bold brand. It's packed with loads of tips from Bossy's favorite creative experts and covers everything from copywriting to social media to graphic design to marketing to everything else. Okay, hit subscribe now because we all know you're going to forget and let's get started. Hey, hey, and welcome to episode number five of your new favorite podcast, The Bossy Type. (laughs) I'm just joking, kind of. Before we get started today, I wanted to say a huge thank you to you, everybody that has listened, downloaded, subscribed, and shared The Bossy Type on Instagram over the past week. It's officially been one week since its launch, and it has been so well received, I cannot believe it. Over the past week, the Bossy Type has reached number one on the Australian marketing podcast charts, not to mention number seven on the Australian marketing podcast charts of all time, number 17 on the Australian business charts, and importantly, number 195th on the Great Britain marketing podcast charts. So thank you to everyone. If you haven't already, it would mean so much to me if you could please subscribe to The Bossy Type and leave me a five-star rating, of course, and a really great review. As you know, The Bossy Type is all about building a bold brand and I'm all about copywriting. I honestly believe copywriting is one of the best ways to create a bold, attention-grabbing, popular cult status brand. Just think about some of your favorite brands or products that you use in everyday life. A lot of the time, it's their personality that you love so much. It might be their Instagram captions, the funny copy on their packaging, the taglines printed on their boxes when you receive a package. All of this combined with killer branding, a great product or service, and a really strong strategy is what makes a bold brand. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you some really easy, practical things you can do to instantly make your brand more bold, which is exactly what we're all about. And we're going to do it all through copywriting. This isn't just for businesses either. It's for personal brands too. And I know what you're thinking. I suck with words. (laughs) Let me stop you right there by saying you don't have to be a copywriter for this. These tricks are super simple and easy, but very, very effective. If you like what you're hearing, I'd suggest you head to bossycreative.com to download the entire ebook, which has loads of juicy tips like these ones, but they cover all the elements of brand building from social media to marketing to PR to design. All you have to do is head to bossycreative.com to download it for free. And for those of you who don't really care about the tips, there's a jalapeno margarita recipe in there. Okay, so let's dive straight in. I'm going to be sharing some tips from me and a couple of the other bossy super groupies, but tip number one is one of my favorites and it comes from me and it is seduce them with your landing page. So one quick and easy change that will make your brand instantly more bold is an attention grabbing tagline on your landing page. This will always demand attention. Think of your website as 
your virtual front door? How are you going to answer it? Are you going to welcome us in, make us laugh, excite us? Or on the other hand, are you going to confuse the hell out of us, bore us, or make us feel like we don't really connect with you and we want to get the hell out of there? If you like words, have some fun with it. After all, it's meant to grab our attention. But the most important thing is that you write it in your brand voice. So whether that's corporate, lighthearted, or something else entirely, it's really important that you do write it in your tone of voice. For example, Bossy's tone of voice is obviously very bold, very fun, and our tagline is, we make words our bitch, which if you've listened to episode four, you'll know is very polarizing, (laughs) but it is in our tone of voice. On the other hand, if you're not great with words, keep it really clear and simple. So if you're really terrified of words or you're not confident with them at all, just think about what your mission is or what you offer the world. Maybe you're a business coach that helps female-led service-based businesses scale to six figures. If you're starting a business, this is a really crucial first step. So you should have already done that or you should have a bit of an idea of what it is that you do. If not, now is a really good time to figure it out. Be specific and make it really, really clear on your landing page. Tip number two, this one comes from me as well. So rule number one of writing, whether it's a blog, a newsletter or an Instagram caption, convince us to keep reading beyond the first sentence. It sounds easy, but unfortunately it's anything but. This is because consumers' attention span is short with a capital S and you would know that because you're a consumer yourself. By the time we hit the full stop on the first sentence, we're probably already thinking about what we're going to have for lunch. So I would suggest practicing the hook by writing the sentence of multiple blog posts, e-newsletters and social captions with the aim being to get us to keep reading after the first sentence. So if you're not really sure what will capture attention, just think about what you would respond to. What stops you in your tracks and convinces you to read on might be an e-newsletter. Often we just like control or delete all of them, but which are the e-newsletters that make you stop and actually read the entire thing? Some examples, things like random stories, interesting statistics, or surprising questions work really well. I thought as an example, I would read you an intro to a blog post that I've written in the past. You'll be able to tell I've gone with the random story route to capture attention. Okay, so this blog is called Four Apps You Need If You Really Suck at Writing. I'll put the link to the blog in the show notes so you can check it out. But you'll see that I've obviously gone with the random story. And obviously with a blog, you know, my goal is to A, get people to the blog. And then once they're there and they've started reading it, how can I get them to keep reading? So he goes, it's okay. I'm not judging you. I suck at maths, like really suck at maths. My worst nightmare starts with me working at the checkout of a local supermarket. Someone hands me cash to pay for their goods and I punch the amount into the computer, which tells me how much change to give them. Then, plot twist. They find a coin in their purse and hand it to me, assuming I'm a mathematician that can do maths equations in my head. I drop the cash, run out of the door, and am never seen or heard from again. Anyway, if you're like me, but with English, here are some writing apps that you should definitely go and download the minute you finish reading this blog post. So can you see how it's a little more refreshing than a standard blog post? People might start reading it and be like, what is this bitch going on about? But then as they get to the apps, it all kind of makes sense. Okay, tip number three, this one is one of mine as well. Find and kill all fluff words. 
Fluff words are the biggest mood killer when it comes to writing for your brand. Often people add fluff because they're trying to sound more intelligent or make their goods or services sound extra special. But the issue is fluff words can have the totally opposite effect. They add bulk to your content or they can really confuse us as the reader and eventually we'll just lose interest. So start by looking through your website copy or anywhere else where you explain you or your brand and ask yourself, am I saying things that aren't really saying anything at all? For example, do you provide thought-provoking media solutions? Because (laughs) I hate to break it to you, nobody knows what the hell that means. Avoid saying things that don't say anything and just stop beating around the bush and get to the point with bold, punchy statements. So our friends at the Sunday Agency, which is our branding sister agency, has a really great tagline that captures their fun and really conversational tone of voice while explaining exactly what they do. So their tagline is, we do branding for stuff you eat and drink. It's simple to the point, but it's still lighthearted. Corporate jargon is more fluff. If you are using corporate jargon, but you're trying to capture the attention of clients or other like-minded businesses, maybe rethink how you're approaching it. And other fluff words could be the word that. So that is probably the biggest fluff word of all time, I'm going to say. 99% of the time, you don't need it in your sentence. So scour your copy or content for the word that and try reading the sentence again without it. If it still makes sense, get rid of it. You'll be surprised how much you don't need the word that. (laughs) Okay, number four. This one comes from me too. I've got lots of tips today. So build rapport without trying. I've mentioned the power of your email signature in a previous episode, but I thought it was worthwhile saying it again because it's really, really important. Your email signature is so powerful. You can basically make someone like you without even trying. You're just replying to an email and instantly you're making them your friend. So rather than just finishing your email with your contact details, take advantage of that really prime real estate and try maybe adding a personal slogan or a fact to the bottom of your signature. For example, perhaps you love clean sheets or tomato sauce on everything. Maybe you hate slow walkers that take up the entire footpath, which I'm pretty sure is everybody. So you're definitely building rapport with that one. So choose a question and answer it. And if you have a team, get them involved as well. So what is your favorite food combo? What are you known for in your office? What's your best professional skill? Do you have a party trick? What's your life goal? So choose a topic that's appropriate for your business. Maybe it's something more fun or maybe it's a little more uh, profound. Then add the answer in as a special surprise on your email signature. This is, like I said, the quickest and easiest way to give yourself personality through the screen and actually build a relationship with the person on the other side. For the record, my favorite food combo is McDonald's fries in chocolate sundae. (laughs) Don't at me, it's delicious. Okay, number five, internal documents don't get a free pass. So this is mine as well. Invoices, internal documents, onboarding materials, any other important files are a perfect opportunity to express your tone of voice or at the very least to finesse and practice your tone of voice without the judgy eyes of your customers. Of course, for anything client-facing, like an invoice, you'd only do this if it was appropriate for your brand, but you'd actually be surprised how much a little lightheartedness is appreciated for this type of stuff. So at Bossy, we call our invoice the damage, and we remind clients of overdue invoices by asking, did this fall through the cracks? Have not received any complaint emails yet, so I think we're good. 
So if you want to do the same sort of thing, for this step, you could consider overhauling things like your brand books, your social media guidelines, your policies, your operation manuals. These are all a really good time to sell your culture and teach your tone of voice to new employees as well. Number six, okay, we're moving on from me now. This is one of Carly's tips from the supergroup. So be human. It's pretty simple. You're a human, so just write like one, but I know it's easier said than done. But funnily enough, this is the most effective type of copywriting and it requires no tricks or magic or degrees. You just need to be yourself. So one trick to be a human and yourself is to pretend that you're having a conversation with a friend. Then start writing how you would speak. As you go, say it in your head and type it out. Once you've written the content, read the sentences out loud. You'll be so surprised how it reads at this point. And it's really important to remember that that's how the customer will perceive it as well. If it sounds really robotic, chances are they're going to perceive it as robotic as well. So make sure you write it, write it again until it sounds like a normal conversation that you would have talking with a friend. Number seven from Carly as well, keep it simple sweets. So this kind of ties back to tip number three. There's no need to use big words or try and sound more intelligent. In fact, the more simple and direct your words are, the more effective they'll be. So Carly has some really good examples on swapping complex words for simple ones. Instead of writing the word obtain, just write get. Instead of informed, write told. Instead of utilize, write use. This can be a really hard habit to crack, especially if you've been working in a corporate setting for a long time, but it's worth it if you're trying to relate to your audience and you really want to speak to them on their level. Think about yourself again. You would probably respond more to the really simple words because you like being spoken to like a human. So swap any complex words for simpler ones where possible. You'll get your point across sooner and you'll also sound less pretentious. Tip number eight, exclamation marks and exciting stuff. An exclamation mark can trick people into thinking what you're saying is exciting. See? (laughs) Just by reading that sentence, I sound excited because it has an exclamation mark. And even if you read a sentence in your head with an exclamation mark, you're going to sound excited in your head. So I remember in my journalism degree, I was taught that you get three exclamation marks for your entire career and you need to use them wisely. So often people will use exclamation marks without thinking or as a lazy way to make their sentence sound more exciting or enticing, but unfortunately it can come off as kind of cheesy or fake. So instead, swap the exclamation mark for a full stop. If your sentence is no longer exciting, write it again and again and again until it is. Contrary to popular belief, your sentence can be exciting without exclamation marks. In fact, they'll probably sound a little bit more bold and punchy. So try to save exclamation marks for when you want to use them intentionally or when you're kind of being a bit sarcastic. Tip number nine, this one comes from Herschel, count that copy. If you're a human... (laughs) which I'm pretty sure most of us are, chances are you receive tons of e-newsletters every day containing all sorts of discount codes, new arrivals, other promo stuff. And like I said earlier, most of the time we just control, alt, delete. But there are occasionally some emails that kind of cut through the clutter, but what makes them cut through the clutter? So obviously your subject line needs to be super enticing. This is something we'll go into depth as well in another episode, but length plays a really big role too. So as an exercise, when you're writing an email of your own for your brand, find 
the last marketing email that you actually read in full and copy and paste it into a doc. Step number two, try to get your own message across even quicker than they did because a good email will always, always be a short email. And tip number 10, also from Herschel, let your trash pile up. We all know that sorting rubbish is really good for the environment, but it's not that important for copy. So if you have a startup or a side hustle, you're probably trying to develop your own unique brand voice or writing the copy yourself to save a bit of cash. So this means it's kind of a non-negotiable that you have a lot of junk pile up from embarrassing slogans to cringeworthy first drafts and best believe that this is something that copywriters still have on the daily. Whenever you're working on this type of stuff, try to resist the temptation to delete the work immediately because it's so embarrassing. It can never see the light of day. Instead, keep your discarded lines in one big messy doc. It can just all live in the one doc. Then whenever you've hit a wall down the track, go dumpster diving in your discard pile. You might actually find that the structure or vibe that didn't work in the beginning or for the piece of copy you're working on back then is now exactly what you've been missing. This happens to us all the time. So don't think it's just you because you suck at words because we, us copywriters all have a dumpster dive pile. (laughs) Okay. So that's it for today's 10 tips on making your brand more bold with copywriting. Let's recap. So tip number one, seduce them with your landing page. A big tagline demands attention. If you like words, have some fun with it. If you're not great with words, keep it clear and very simple. Tip number two, practice writing the hook. I would suggest practicing the hook by writing the first sentence of multiple blog posts, e-newsletters, Instagram captions, all with the aim being to get us to keep reading beyond the first sentence. Tip number three, find and kill all fluff words. Avoid saying things that don't really say anything at all. Stop beating around the bush and tell people what you do or what you sell with bold, punchy statements without the corporate jargon. Tip number four, build rapport without trying. Try adding a personal slogan or a fact to the bottom of your signature. Just think of a question that's appropriate for your business and get the team involved. Tip number five, internal documents do not get a free pass. Take the awkwardness out of finances and pimp out internal documents by making them more grateful, lighthearted, or even a little bit cheeky. Tip number six, be human. The most simple yet effective way to write engaging copy, you're human, so write like one. Be conversational and read your copy aloud to tell if it is or not. Tip number seven, keep it simple sweets. So swap complex words for simpler ones where possible. You'll get your point across sooner and you'll also sound less pretentious. Tip number eight, exclamation marks. Swap the exclamation mark for a full stop. If your sentence is no longer exciting, write it again until it is. Contrary to popular belief, your sentence can be exciting without them. Tip number nine, count that copy. When you're writing an email of your own, find the last marketing email you actually read in full and then try and get your own message across even quicker than they did. And tip number 10, let your trash pile up. Whenever you're working on copy or tone of voice, try to resist the temptation to delete all of your work. Instead, keep a discard pile and then go dumpster diving whenever you need a hit of inspiration. Don't forget, guys, there are 52 more tips just like these ones in the Bossy ebook, 62 Ways to Make Brands Your Bitch. It covers every element of brand building and it is yours for free at bossycreative.com or in the show notes of this episode. Thanks for hanging out and I will see you back here on Friday. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.